What are some of the best openings and endings of 2023? Now that 2023 is in the bag, let's talk about it. Happy New Year's, guys. Um, Hope everything went well for you guys over these holidays. I know I had a blast, and I know that last year was quite, quite crazy as far as anime goes. Um, We had a lot of amazing shows that came out, and the Anime Awards are right around the corner. Um, Last week, well, I guess two weeks now, uh, we talked about kind of some uh, anime predictions that I kind of had and... uh, about what might be the best genre and so on and so forth um the voting polls will be open soon so make sure you go and cast your votes on some of your favorite animes and your favorite anime characters and so on and so forth it's a lot of fun uh but while that is all kind of on topic right now i did want to kind of go over and recap some of the amazing openings and endings that came out just this last year um we already were blessed with so many amazing animes that it, like even going back and looking and looking at just some of the openings and endings that came out i was blown back by like how many amazing shows that came out that i like i don't know about you guys but i watched probably the most anime i have ever in my life just this year just trying to make sure i keep up with it like i actually tried to stay seasonal with this stuff and it was just banger after banger this year um i feel like over the last few years there's been like big highlight shows but i felt like this last year in particular was just hit after hit um sad thing about all of it is a lot of them had tones of kind of like depressing but it was it was good they were great stories and it was amazing um but i figured today that we would make some predictions now on the opening and ending of uh of the year for for 2023 and by gosh there is so much i had a i had a right list after list to kind of get kind of <laughs> on what to talk about but man there is hit after hit um i don't want necessarily this video to get taken down for copyright so i will be popping up some links to the songs if you're on youtube and if you're listening to this on the podcast um, I'll make sure to leave kind of like a title of all the different ones and kind of the list of of songs that I go over for the openings and endings um, if you want to check them out yourself. Um, I do, do suggest going and listening to all these. All these are bangers, and I apologize if some of your favorites are not on my list. These are just some of the ones that, one, stood out to me, and two, I think have some of the best chance of getting the actual award. While, again, there was a sensational amount of openings and endings that were just absolute bangers these are just kind of the ones that stood out to me there's not necessarily a ranking to any of them um i'll just kind of say which one i think will be the winner but uh let's just jump right into it shall we um on our openings list we do have starting off off of my list uh absolute banger uh dead by uh zom 100 uh buck list of the dead to be specific uh if you haven't watched Zom 100, I talked about it in our last video, um, but it's about a guy who basically uh, essentially is just absolutely worked to death in this uh, office job to the point where the zombie apocalypse happens and he's so excited because he doesn't have to go to work. So he's finally experiencing life for the first time. It just so happens to be during a, a zombie apocalypse. Um, super funny, quirky show, uh, but this this opening... Mm, mm, phenomenal um uh, 
That show is a very colorful show. If you haven't seen it, it's the one that has like all the like splatter paint. Like it looks like it's straight out of a uh, uh, Splatoon. Like it's it's crazy. Just lots of color, very vibrant. And this this opening was everything like that. It was vibrant, colorful, great animation, beautiful opening. Uh, absolutely, go check it out. Uh, next on my list earlier in the year for sure was uh, Vinland Saga's River. If you have not seen Vinland Saga, go watch it. But if you have watched, haven't seen the season two, get ready for a ride, man. Because for those who have seen the first season or haven't, I mean, it's Vikings. It's a lot of action, a lot of uh, storytelling, and it's it's phenomenal. And it's but it's a lot of high packed energy. It's about uh, rage and revenge and tactics and all these different things. So when I went into the second season of Inland Saga, man, did I get gut punched. Um, phenomenal show, but now it shows this more calm, passionate side that it still goes into it being Vikings and all these different things. But Thorfinn, the character that you are following through the story, is broken down and you're seeing him grow as a person and in a whole different way than this just angry kid in the first season and river very very beautiful very beautiful opening probably one of the more um mellow ones on this list uh it uh it's not as high packed not all kinds of crazy in the vocals but it's just a very passionate song you can tell um just in if you read the lyrics at all beautiful beautiful masterpiece Definitely go check it out and go check out that second season of Inland Saga if you have not. Um, okay, now here's where uh, I get a little bit... I don't, I don't speak Japanese, let me put it that way. I'm trying to. I'm starting to learn some stuff, but right now I'm only in the writing and like uh, characters right now. I'm not, not in anywhere speaking yet. But um, Kizuna no Kiseki is how I want to say it is, but from Demon Slayer, from the uh, sword training arc. Um, absolute banger. Uh, Demon Slayer has been pumping out these bangers for the openings. Um, Demon Slayer specifically, I feel like the first opening of the first season was phenomenal. It was kind of like a, uh, obviously, start to the show, and Lisa absolutely belting on it. it was amazing. Then the entertainment arc happened, and the opening for that one was absolutely insane. And I feel like this kind of follows in the footsteps more of the sword art. I mean, sorry, I'm uh, entertainment arc opening. Um, it's a lot more high paced. A lot of just you get a lot more of the actual traditional sounding Japanese instruments in it, which to me really highlights that show because it's the world of Demon Slayer is is samurais in Japan. Like it's it's katanas they're these like hidden villages that are all old-timey um i mean it's very like old historical japan so to hear cool historical instruments in it which again i love me an electric guitar absolutely and it definitely has it in there but to have cool traditional japanese like instruments in the song really well doing all the cool stuff they're doing Phenomenal. It sounds so cool. Absolute banger. Um, definitely go watch that one. I think if that one had came out later in the year, it would be a higher contender for opening in, of the uh, opening of the year. I do think that the anime awards, and I said this last time, 
because there is so much anime kind of crammed into one year and it's just constant like you don't get a break um there's stuff over top of each other going on you're starting two shows while you're in the middle of two shows while you're at the end of two shows like it's so much going all on at once um a lot of stuff that comes out towards the end of the year has a unfair kind of advantage because it's so fresh in everybody's head. Um, but, again, phenomenal opening and people who have seen it, it is a more popular show, so I do think it has high contention. I just don't think it will win this year, um, sadly. Uh, next would be Hell's Paradise opening, which would be work. Phenomenal, phenomenal show as well. Also, very beautifully art, uh, artistic, uh, anime. I like that opening specifically because the music with its actually opening sequence. So, this is one that for sure I want you to also go watch when you listen to it because the opening sequence and music really does a good job of kind of laying out the foot, the uh, laying out the oh, how would you say it? The uh, the stage if you will for for the show like it really sets the scene it uh beautifully it's a beautiful show just like zombie adventure a lot of color a lot of uh like they obviously were like have fun with when they had their animating crew like go in there phenomenal um but the opening absolute killer stoker is another one that's not super like heavy metal or anything but it is just a beautiful opening and i guess i could keep saying beautiful but just just go listen to it go listen to it um now here's my favorite anime of uh opening of the year i do not think it will win but my favorite opening of the year was idol by oshinoko now a lot of people do like this opening so it does have a chance however just like i said it came in so early in the year that i Unless we get a lot of people who are constantly listening to that and are just huge, uh, how do you pronounce her name? Yasubai? Yasubai? Sorry. Please don't kill me. I love her. But if we don't have a whole lot of her fans also voting in on this, it might not win just because of how early in the year it came out. Because the absolute banger that I'm about to name, everybody probably knows, which is going to be specials from Jujutsu Kaisen is probably what's going to win. Which, again, I'm not upset if that wins because that is a phenomenal opening. I'm not saying that it isn't. All I'm saying is it has a lot more competition than I think will actually show up when voting comes. Because uh, there was a, a crap ton of amazing openings this last year. And I know my... I have all kinds of playlists that I just absolutely fill with my anime weeb music. And it definitely got stockpiled a lot more this year than previous years before. Um, we do have openings like Kurokura from Spy Family, which again was phenomenal. Um, but the specials being the banger that it is coming out right when, <laughs> like the anime, like right before anime voting... It's got, like, way too much going for it. It was just too well-timed. And of all of these openings on here, it is, at least what I've seen on both Instagram and YouTube, it is the most used for memes, reels, shorts, all kinds of different stuff in the background. Shoot, I've used it on my Instagram. Like, it's just, 
it works so well with anything and being especially it's super memeable because of everything that happens in that in that uh last season people easily made it a trend um so i do think that your uh specials is gonna win which not against that at all i do enjoy that opening i just am kind of bummed because i do feel again i do like i am a little biased towards idols i do want that to win however um i feel like overall there was a lot of competition this year and because it just like had the perfect timing i i absolutely think it it stole that win (laughs) but phenomenal um with that we'll move on to endings which is also another list um Endings were a little bit more interesting to me this year, which I say that because I kind of made the comment at the beginning of this. um, A lot of the animes, bangers that they were that came out this year, all kind of had a reoccurring theme in them. Even if it was only a slight amount or it was the entire thing, a lot of the shows that came out this one actually struggled with different parts of depression Um, or anxieties or different things like that you had bochi the rock that had struggled with uh like literally social anxiety you had vinland saga who he suffered with depression and you had i mean even in jujitsu kaisen which has been a high high action impact show that has just had all these recurring themes of just essentially being a great shonen it even had different things of depression. Him going through different things. I'm not going to go into it because absolute spoilers and it's still fresh out. So I'm not going to spoil that show. But earlier shows in in going with Thorfinn through everything he's going through. I mean, even Attack on Titan, which ended this year, struggled with different things of depression. Like, there was such a recurring theme that I like. I felt like I had to check in on like a lot of people. Like, hey, you finished that episode? You doing okay? Like, because <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing storytelling, and it was it was kind of refreshing in, in a weird way to see a little bit of a more real emotion in anime. Um, which not saying that there hasn't ever been emotional animals or depression i just haven't seen so many at once through an entire year where i could literally put are you all right for 2023 as like their memo like it was almost overwhelming how much of it was and it was it was good it was all real well well um well told well story told it was phenomenal um but the reason I get into that rant, is, not rant, but that uh, that rabbit trail, is the endings, usually in anime specifically, the openings are like a high impact, like, wow, we're getting into the show, like, here we go. And then the endings are a lot more like come down to earth, a lot more calm, a lot more, maybe they are a lot more sad, or they're mellow, but they're a lot more... Like, this is the end of the episode. This is like, okay, somber. Somber would be a good word for an ending. That's usually how they are. Of course, there have been endings that are like also a lot more like action and different stuff going on. Um, but I'd say for the majority, they're a lot more mellow. Um, a lot of the endings for this year, though, were the opposite. So I almost feel like it was strategically done by a lot of these studios of, okay, we just hit them with a lot of depression and a lot of... All these mixed emotions. Um, 
let's make them happy. So, like, they just, like, absolutely threw out some just a lot more just uplifting. Maybe they weren't, like, all of a sudden, like, the rock openings, but they were still a lot more, like, energetic or a lot more full. Um, a good one of that is uh, Rays from One One Piece. Dude, that ending was uh, it's a bop. It's just, just kind of chill. Um, it's, I think it, the artist is called Chili Beans, which is kind of cool. I just found that out. But phenomenal just little ending of just just kind of like get your back on your feet like happy and stuff now one piece of course didn't go through as much of that there was a lot more just fun and action with it um but that that's one phenomenal ending that i would not mind winning um ace by shangri-la frontier was a lot more high energetic it was almost it wasn't as energetic as the opening but it was very darn close of high energy High power cores just coming in, or just all of a sudden at the end of the credits, you're like, Ooh, okay, let's go, next episode, next episode. Um, Without Love, this is kind of the exception of my list, because that's also Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga, man, Vin- Vinland Saga, honestly, for reoccurring anime, might be my favorite reoccurring anime for the year, even though I absolutely love everything that went with JJK. But I feel like Vinland Saga took me on a ride where I felt like I was in a different show for a second and then threw me back into the show with a whole new view of the entire show, which I have not seen that in a lot of anime. Typically, it almost feels wrong when a show takes a kind of a storytelling turn into another season. It feels kind of awkward. And at first it did. It felt like I was watching Farm Simulator, to be honest, at first. And it beat me down over about five or six episodes, then threw me back into the Finland saga I'm used to. And I just, like, threw me back in with a whole different take. Like, I was just, like, just staring at the screen, like, oh, my gosh. Like, phenomenal storytelling. Um, But Without Love, it's one of those ones also that the artist goes in and out of English, as they're singing, which makes some of the lyrics even more impactful. Absolute banger. Go listen to it. Um, it is a little bit more sad, obviously. Um, now, I'm going to skip that one. I'll, I'll come back to that one. Um, My Hero had, which My Hero has had some, I'd say, okay endings. They haven't really stood out to me as a show for endings specifically. Openings, yes, but endings, not as much. Uh, from uh, My Hero, but uh, again, another Japanese title. Kitakaze is how I want to say it was. Absolute cool little uh, opening. Another one that was a lot more like cheerful, a lot more high energy. Um, and My Hero, again, was one that struggled with a little bit of a, like, actually Deku himself struggled with different anxiety and depression and stuff that was going on. Feeling like he had to roll on his shoulders and all these different things. And this opening, I mean, this, sorry, ending did a phenomenal job uh kind of bringing some lightness light back to the show when it was getting a little dark um now my top two endings i love both of these two and i i'm the endings i'm the like i'm actually super curious to see what wins because i almost feel like rays from one piece will win um however there's just there's Unlike specials coming out and kind of taking the fold for openings, the endings have kind of all stayed at kind of the same 
uh, kind of level of back and forth, back and forth. Of course, the ones coming out later in the season will have, of course, the more advantage because they're fresh. Um, but I feel like ending specifically, because a lot of people typically out of habit will listen to the ending once or twice and then skip the ending unless it really stands out to them. I feel like endings get a better advantage of being kind of a better competition because a lot of people, probably even people watching this, even me, when before making these lists, will have to be like, oh, dude, what was the ending for Hell's Paradise? Um, let me go check that out. And then kind of go on a rabbit hole of, oh, bro, I don't even remember, like, half the ending. Shoot, I don't even know, like, 75% of the endings that came out. I have to go and check them all again. So then all of them are kind of fresh at the same point, and you get that, that advantage again. Whereas the openings, a lot of us will watch it. Maybe you are one of the ones I'm more of a, uh, if it's an opening that I do like, I always just let it play through every Every episode will go watch. I won't skip at all. Um, but on endings, even if it's an absolute banger, like one of my absolute favorite endings in the world is Hydra from Overlord. And I absolutely loved it, listened to it a few times. But then as episodes just came out, I would skip that and just go into the next episode. Um, so it's not that the endings are just as good as some of these openings. It's more of just... Because they're at the end of the show, you now associate with the going into the next episode. Shoot, if you're on Crunchyroll, usually when the ending starts, it's already popping up. Would you like to watch the next episode? Or if you're watching on Netflix, in 10 seconds, if you haven't clicked it, is going to the next episode. So, endings need love too. And But I feel like they kind of get a cooler advantage because when everybody's going to go and vote for these endings, they're going to be like, oh, hold up, let me go check all these endings real quick. Get a refresher and then choose kind of more with everything on their plate versus being like, oh, opening of the year for sure specials. And like, bro, do you remember half the openings that came out? And they're like, ah, uh, probably not, but specials. <laughs> um, but my endings of the year um, that I would be very happy with winning are Bliss from Frey Run, um, which, again, I went on a whole rant on the last thing so if you want more information just go watch it um it's a beautiful story if you like any type of anime or really just any storytelling that just uses a lot of dialogue to kind of move the story and just essentially uses the story to tell the story if as weird as that sounds it's phenomenal it's so simplistic in such a simple concept and they absolutely killed it it's a beautiful story absolutely just beautiful animation and this ending was just a it's one of those shows you just watch it and you're just kind of like happy watching it and you well you're not just happy you're you're with so much emotions and just mixed emotions as well that you're just engrossed in the story and bliss was one of those endings for me as soon as it started playing you're just kind of engrossed in the the actual singer and the music and it just it was beautiful i thought of all of these shows it was one of the ones that it just the ending would start and it would just feel like the episode's still going versus the episode being over phenomenal go watch it and then the last one that i if i had to guess of all the endings that would win um, it would be from Attack on Titan, and it would be Under the Tree. Um, that show, obviously coming to an end, was a very big thing for last year. But on top of it, 
I feel like the last two-ish seasons of Attack on Titan versus just always using Log Horizon to be their openers and be these, like, everybody knows essentially the first four openings of Attack on Titan are all by Log Horizon. They're phenomenal. you got Senzo Sasagio. You've got the very first opening, which all of them have always been bangers. When stuff started getting towards the end and a lot more impactful story-wise of what was going on, if kind of the best way I guess I could say, the directors for the show got artists to make music, or I don't know if they necessarily got them to do it, but they did it strategically to where you were feeling through the different openings and endings now kind of the emotion of what that season needed you to feel. When the very first time in, uh, so a season ago, no, two, yeah. Two seasons ago, when My War plays for the first time. And they start jumping on the planes and they're attacking the, uh, the fort and stuff. And it's the Marlies attacking the fort. It was kind of a switch and change in atmosphere of where it was still Attack on Titan and stuff was still going on. But now it wasn't, again, just these humans versus the Tekans. Spoiler alert, too. I'm going to kind of get into something. I'm not going to spoil too much. But uh, these are some spoilers. So if you plan on watching Attack on Titan, go ahead and pause this video. Come back later. Or, yeah, which you should be on Attack on Titan and be caught up. But I'm not going to judge you too much. I'm judging you a lot. Um... But when it turned into it wasn't just them surviving against Titans. And then it came out that they were fighting other people. That there was other people out there that were trying to take them. The music took a shift. It was no longer Log Horizon. It was now these other artists um, portraying just kind of purposely now being different from the Attack and Titan you were used to. These first four openings of being this log horizon you were expecting to go into the show. It's always going to be these guys. That's all thing. And now the show needed you to shift just like the story shifted. And they throw in different music. And it wasn't a harsh change in the music. It wasn't um, like, oh, wow, they've gone from this like rock group to now it's like this classical thing. No, it was still this like high impact music that Attack on Titan is known for. But it was so different and so unique to what was going on in the genre that it even stood out even more. When that My War opening came up, bro, phenomenal. Da -da 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 -da. It's like, um, phenomenal. And Under the Tree, which is the ending for this last part of Attack on Titan, almost made me cry when it came on. And it's by, um, I want to say they're called Sim, Sim something. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're the they're the guys who did the opening from Chainsaw Man. All right, they're they're a lot more like high impact energy, and in this they come in with a just heavy piano with a dun dun where are boom boom phenomenal already just phenomenal ending, but it set this tone now for this ending of the show. It felt like this is the end, like this is what's going on, and it was just I feel like. An ending has, I feel like, if I guess I, the takeaway from this kind of video about openings and endings, and maybe I'll delve into this later, 
But opening, to me, is what kind of sets the stage for the show. It kind of gives you kind of your energy to go into the show. Be it a mystery, be it an action, be it whatever. They they kind of set the atmosphere. You have amazing openings like um, the Cowboy Bebop opening or Tank. Um, where it's dun 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 You just go in and you're just like, oh yeah, this is just like Space Cowboys. We are in there. It's the action. Cool, whatever. So they kind of set the scene. The openings here set the scene. However, the ending is... I feel like the ending's job, and this isn't true always, so I won't say that people are doing it wrong when they don't do this, but I feel like an ending gets has more impact when it embodies the ending of that show. Whereas I feel like an opening can kind of go throughout the entire show. I like when an ending sometimes changes it up mid-season. Usually the opening does change with it as well, but... When an ending changes to kind of change the atmosphere and the ending of the episodes that you're watching, it, to me, feels like a lot more embodied with that now show. And that's why, like, Bliss, I loved it. Like, it felt like it just kept going. Like, that didn't feel like until the screen went dark when there was no, nothing left. There was no, there was no uh, credits, nothing left. Until the screen went dark, it felt like that episode, those episodes would finish. Under the Tree was the same way. It was, I would watch the the finishing parts of Attack on Titan and get to the end, and it was just amazing, beautiful, um, phenomenal. That would be my vote for the year, so. Now that I've rambled on, um, if you're still here watching, um, definitely get ready for uh, your voting. The poll should be up soon. Um, they might already. I haven't checked. Again, Happy New Year, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out this 2024, so get ready to buckle in. I'll probably uh, be going over what comes out this, uh, honestly, this week is when a couple bangers are about to start hitting the uh, hitting the screen. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, follow me on our uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, I have Instagram also, so uh, I've been posting a little bit more in there. I've been posting a lot of anime recommendations, so if you do have any... Uh, ideas or uh want some recommendations go over to my instagram posting those usually about once or twice a week and uh stay tuned uh let's talk to taco we're out